Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the corner where the treat is is this the the passing of the torch, right? Is this what this signifies? It comes down to that that front office and what they feel is most important. The champ is here. We've touched down from a higher plane. Why you landed here? We always look forward to that week because it was always intense. You know that we ain't coming back. We got you. The man, the myth, the legend, Dante Hall. My 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 favorite player growing up was Dante Hall. I love you guys, show, but Dante was my guy. Get to dashing because he's done on the war feet. This episode of Chief Concerns is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. Hey there, Marcus Dash here from Chief Concerns. Just want to comment and say BetOnline is your number one source for all your sports betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for football, baseball, boxing, golf, and much more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use promo code BELIEVE, B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Welcome to another episode of Chief Concerns. I'm Marcus Dash here with my brother, Tasia Dash, and uh, legendary Chiefs tight end Jason Dunn. May or may not be showing up. I know he was throwing a Super Bowl party tonight, and obviously we just won, so uh, we may not be hearing from him. I don't know. We'll see. But regardless, we'll be back on tomorrow night at 7 p.m. to do a reaction uh, and great show tomorrow night. But wow. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, your Kansas City Chiefs are back-to-back Super Bowl champions. And honestly, like, I see the chat's already blowing up. And, like, my eyes are teary. I'm just thinking about it. Like, and I know I, I've seen a lot of people on um, on Twitter, uh, seeing a lot of people just talking about you know this moment, and I never thought I'd see this the, our team do this. And I'm breaking up here a little bit, but I never thought I'd see our our squad um, go back to back. Not even see one. The fact that we saw two already in the, in back to back, and then we obviously had the one uh, Super Bowl Fifty Four. But yeah, we're gonna break it down a little bit and go into how this happened, but. Just so special. This team, I mean, after what we saw Christmas Day against the Raiders, I did not think this team was going to win a Super Bowl. I was, you know, just kind of hoping to see where we would go, uh, how far we would go. But we did it, man. Um, and, yeah, Tej, I'll let you I'll, I'll let you take it, man. Um, It's funny. I was trying to – we should, like, go back and play old uh, tapes after some of the bad losses we had just to kind of reminisce on that. You can get your greatest hits of, like, some of the bad losses. Um. And I remember uh, – I forgot which game it was. It was after one of our really bad losses during the season. And we were like – you know, it was like one of those how worried are you type questions. How worried are you? And it was like if this is the reason why we lose in the playoffs or Super Bowl, then it will magnify how bad some of these things that actually happened during the season were. But if we just turn it on or get over it, I was like, you know, this team has – deserved and earned the right for us to see it all the way through. And I know people get mad at a lot of podcasts out there um, for being like true, like homers. Right. And first off, I don't know if you could be in Homer to a team that wins this many Super Bowls. I think just being realist at this point, like we're probably guys, we're pro- I tell my friends who aren't chief fans, we're probably going to pull out of it. So keep your shit talking to a minimum because you know, we have good uh, bookkeepers here and we keep receipts and we, we, we talk about them. So yeah, we don't do talk too much because 
look what happens. What's the track record here, man? Like what? But no, going back to what I was saying, um, a lot of podcasts tend to, you know, have the rose-colored glasses on. And I think we actually keep it real. I mean, uh, you know, the commenters could, could say, I, I think we keep it pretty real and we're hard on guys when they, they play like ass. Um, we, 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 we compliment guys when they play well. We don't always make excuses for them. We try to see the best, but at the same time, you can't ignore what's in front of you, even if it's negative. Um, but in our case, we're so different. We're not a normal winning team, right? Like, in our case, we want to wait for the end because you don't know what's going to happen until the season's completely done. And they pulled out of it. And it's funny, man, this game, before I know we're going to deep dive, but I thought of it right afterwards. I was like, man, this game was like our season in one game. It really was. You had the what receiver is going to pull out of this and be your number one. You had some a couple of drops, a couple of terrible red zone trips, stupid turnovers, um, undisciplined um, plays, and then you pull out of it. And you get over it, and you tighten up, and you, that championship fire in the eyes comes out. And then you just go out there and, like, turn up. It's like you pause the game, you turn up the settings to all Madden mode, and, like, you watch it, like, just go to town on you. And that's what we did in, like, that last, you know, quarter and a half, two quarters, or I guess two and a half quarters, technically, because of the overtime. Yeah. Um, what you said about how this game was kind of symbolic to what the season was, Right on the nose from beginning of the game till the very end of the game. And uh, HV, HY, yeah, no tears. Yeah, they were happy tears, but, uh, you know, it's kind of a combination of what we've gone through this season, but also what we've gone through as, Chief, as a Chief fan base going back to, gosh, what, what, what can I remember? My first memory, one of my first memories is the, the no punt uh, game. And obviously JD, we don't like bring that up with JD because, you know, it's a soft spot with some of the guys. It's memory for him too, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> But, you know, yeah, different perspectives. Yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, going through what we've gone through over the last the Peoli era, the the Haley era, and now just the the glory we've been we've been facing. You know, we always talk about never take it for granted, never take it for granted. I don't think any of us are ever gonna take this this run that we have for granted. Um but so yeah, we're gonna get into it. Uh so obviously, first half of the game looked like the Kansas City Chiefs from the first half of the season, uh offensively. Defensively, not so much. De- defensively, these guys the way they played all season was how they played in this game tonight. The defense came to play second half of that game when offense was not doing anything. I was like, okay, here we go again. Now defense is going to have the whole serve again. They did it. They did it time and time again. Obviously, at the end of the game, you know, uh, they kind of let up a little bit, but like still dominated. Um, just an all around domination of a game. McCaffrey, probably one of his worst games with 22 for 80. Uh, I can't remember the last time a game where McCaffrey um, didn't have a rushing touch. I know he had the receiving touchdown on that. Jawan James double pass, but yeah, let's just talk about defensively. I know I want to, I want to give the flowers to two certain guys uh, offensively and we'll get, we'll get to those guys. I'm obviously, I have it here defense and an unsung hero step up. So let's talk about defensively. George Loftus, animal. I mean, this guy, I, I know I, I, wait, 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 there's different nicknames for him, but I call him George, the animal steel, George, the animal Loftus. I mean, this guy from the very get go, man, all over the, the field, he's been everything we've wanted from a pass rusher and more. Dude, um, there the knack for the football, uh, with Chanel stripped to uh, McCaffrey, we jump on that thing, just incredible. Uh, the Carlos was great. Jones, he played amazing. Anybody who had doubt on Chris Jones getting a contract, and obviously the report came out a couple days ago that Beach is already working on Chris Jones and Legarius need to work, make sure that works out. And also Mahomes already talking about restructuring his deals to make sure guys get paid to keep this team together. And after, and I already made a point. We won this game. We're going to be on a three-peat. 
this team's going to want to stay together and hopefully some guys may have to make concessions, maybe not get as much as you you know want, Chris Jones and Legere Sneed, but hopefully they get paid and do their thing. But as far as keeping this team together, you got to keep this team together. You're going for a three-peat, which is unheard of in the NFL. Don't really see that. I don't think it's ever been done before. You've never seen a three-peat before in the NFL. So let's get that done. But Chris Jones played amazing. It, it, overtime, that pressure uh, to, to get into Purdy's face, which Purdy had to uh, chuck that ball over Juwan Jennings' uh, head. I mean, I was I was all Chris Jones right there. So let's give Chris Jones his flowers. He came and did his thing. Uh, and this is a defensive line that without without Omenahu. I mean, Omenahu has been huge for us all throughout the year. It was the second half of the season when he came back from the suspension. But with this is without him. Karloff has played amazing. Mike Dana had gave Trent Williams some trouble. Trent Williams was hooking him for a good amount of that first half of that game. So yeah, honestly, across the board, defensive line, Bolton led the team in tackles. I think he played his ass off. Tranquil didn't really hear much from him tonight, but we limited McCaffrey, and that was us. I mean, he had 22 carries for 80 yards. That's three and a half yards to carry, guys. Yep. This is we apparently had one of the worst runnings in the league. I didn't see that tonight. Um, so yeah, I, I, I those are the guys I want to I, I want to make calls out to the D line, the linebackers, Jamari Connor. I think that guy's got a real future in Kansas City. That dude lays the wood, and he's by the ball. He's got a knack for being by the ball a lot. I hope we bring back Mike Edwards too, but. Yeah, I, I got to say the standouts tonight were, for me, Carl Loftus, Chamari Connor, and Chris Jones, and obviously Nick Bolton. But yeah, those are my, my standouts. And of course, Snead, too, but he had that that one, that 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 penalty when he slapped Ayuk in the face. But outside of that, he played an amazing game. Uh, who are the standouts for you defensively? And what did you notice defensively from our, our uh, Spags' amazing game plan that he cooked up? Um, So no one had a full sack. We only had one sack, and it was a half from Reed and Carl Loftus early in the game, too, I believe. Um. But we got a lot of hits. We had 11 to their seven. And I just feel like we got – I thought we had a lot of pocket pressure on him because Purdy's pretty intermediate, intermediate accurate. And he rushed a few of those, and a few of those were there. He had the Debo on the touchdown in the corner. Um, uh, the other – I think Jennings won that he also had. He kind of rushed it on that too. He just didn't have the time. Uh, we collapsed the pocket. It's like Jones – it was the Jones unsung hero type game. It was the game that he's not going to be recognized for, you know, fully for what he did in that game. Um, but just making it easier for other D linemen to get penetration and just collapsing, whether he was rushing from the end or uh, from the tackle. Um, it, six pass defenses was huge. We knocked down some key balls, man. Um I wouldn't even say one guy. That's weird. I mean, we were talking during the game. We were like, at one point, it looked pretty bl- not bleak, but it was, we were in the game. We were always in the game, but it was really close. It was tied, I think, or we were down by three. And it was like, who the hell would win MVP right now? I was like, Spags? <laughs> like, just, and, and I don't think we know we talked about him that much yet. Dude, I mean, what a, what a deep, uh, he, he put it all on the line, dude. Uh, he called such an amazing play on key downs that we were saying, dude, this might be the game right here. And he would just call a, a great, uh, disguise blitzes um it, it just everyone just showed up dude everyone just showed up there wasn't even a one guy i would say carloff has played great jumped on that ball great timing for that um just non-stop pressure just collective team how do you man like i, I know we say like run it back right we, we obviously need improve the thing is we're so we're a flawed football team. We are though. We're, we're the best in the league, but we're flawed. That, that's that. That's what's so frustrating for other teams' fans. It's like, dude, you look at us, and you're like, I see they can be beaten, but we don't get beaten. So, um, but you, you, you're, if you're a defensive player, and I know upcoming free agents, pending ones, 
how do you leave this? I mean, how do you want to leave this? I mean, Spags, you have a great time. Like as a defender, he calls it good plays for you. Um, he makes it so easy for you to show up and just showcase your skills. Um, Bolton was all over the friggin' field. Um, you would have caught that interception if he wasn't, you know, like this. Uh, so it just, it's awesome, dude. It's, it's, it was so, so good. Yeah. I, I also another person I wanted to call out to McDuffie. McDuffie had the, uh, the great pass deflection of Debo, uh, yeah. in the first half of that game. Yeah. Three PDs. Three PDs. He had that. Well, the, 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 the huge PD was the other third and four. We, mm-hmm. we had the blitz. We called that blitz. Yep. That was in, that was unreal. Yeah. McDuffie. I mean, I know people like to go back and talk about Tyree kill trade. Oh man, this team really was a Tyree kill. Okay. Well, well, obviously, guys, whoever those people who had those takes, this team's gonna miss Tyreek Hill. They're missing Tyreek Hill. Two rings. He's been gone for two years, and what happened in those two years? Two rings. Not to say he made us worse, but his us hitting on those picks that we got without Tyreek Hill two years in a row, the guys that we drafted because of that trade. I mean, they, that's the reason why we're we're back to back here, guys. Hundred percent. That's what it is. I'd say that trade and hitting on rounds like four on the amount of times we've hit from like four on. It's just that a guy goes down. Your next guy steps up. We're missing, we're missing our starting D end. <laughs> we were missing pretty much our starting safety for, you know, half the year. I mean, cook was becoming a key member to our, our secondary. So we were missing guys. Um, and other guys just stepped up. We had a great depth, great signings this year. I mean, I can't speak enough. You're right. Tranquil didn't make any, like, you know, eye-popping. He got held on that key play, though, that got sent in the back 10 yards. Yep. Um, you know, so that, that's that's contributing. Huge. Uh, just, you know, Edwards. Just, yeah, man. Um, from the signings, the the, the small bargain shopping. And, and, you know, guys like Tranquil and Edwards, man, kudos to them. This is why they signed that deal. You know how justified, you know how good that would freaking feel? You tell your agent and your manager, man, thank you for putting this together. This is exactly why we did this right now. Like this is this feeling I have right now for two less million. I'll take it, dude, because it's when it's all said and done. These guys are making millions playing the sport for a short amount of time. And they get, you know, endorsements, local endorsements. They'll do radio shows afterwards. They'll have a living after this. They'll, they'll be coaching on, on, on a college staff, NFL staff, radio, doing something on TV. They'll have jobs. They have good security for a while, but it's moments like this are the ones that will live in them forever. And you can't put a price on that. And I think that's what, you know, Tyreek was saying when he was on the, you know, Super Bowl red carpet or whatever, saying, you know, he, he's sad. He misses this. Like it's not for the extra few million. Is it worth it? I don't know. But yeah. Uh, we're getting um question here. Barbershop. Who are the picks from the, um, the, the Hill trade? Uh, as of 2022, it was uh, McDuffie we got. So, obviously, that, that helped. Uh, 2022 second-round pick was Sky Moore, who, yes, he didn't do anything this year, but that was his uh, last year Super Bowl. He had a key touchdown in that game. So, that's yep. that year. Uh, 2022 fourth-round pick? Was that was that, um, was that Josh Williams? You look that up real fast. Then. 2022 fourth round pick, 2023 fourth round pick, and 2023 sixth round pick. So he had we had two picks from this year on, on that trade as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, two years of picks from that trade, pretty damn good, guys. <laughs> pretty damn good. Um, 
He was a fourth rounder. I don't know if that was from the Josh Williams. Yes. Mm, okay. Yeah. Um, and then we had uh, two picks this year, 2023 fourth and 2023 six, but it really doesn't matter. Uh, bottom line is that might be one of the best trades of all time. Like, well, because you got, you also don't know who you're going to – who we took who we took because of the picks we had. Yeah. You don't know how they would go about their draft um, um, picks and selections and strategy if we didn't have those picks. It might have been a completely different draft because you would think, I have this, so I can take this there. I can take this there. You might have to just redo all that if you have less picks. So you can't just say, oh, we lose one of those guys. Who knows? Maybe we wouldn't draft either one. Maybe we would have traded multiple picks to move up for McDuffie and actually lose more. So who knows? Um, so obviously it was a, this is a show we, you know, we talk about things, right? We talk about the, uh, the, 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 some of the drawbacks, some of the concerns we have, obviously we won the Super Bowls. There's no concerns, right? The, the concerns are done for the year. Um, but obviously we'll get into, um, the off season where that will happen. That'll be this week, but offensively, like we talked about, this was the first half of this game was very, very, very scary. Cause we, I mean, yeah, Mahomes only completed one pass the first half of the game, but like our offense was not doing much. Uh, see, uh, obviously the, the, uh, Pacheco fumble, which we score on that drive. This game is a whole different game. This isn't going to overtime. I don't think this game, this game is a different game altogether, but shit happens. So yeah, first half of the game, we couldn't stop anything. And Donovan Smith was getting dominated, um, by Chase Young and Chase Young has looked really bad for 49ers. A lot of 49ers fans were mad about that trade because he hasn't done anything for them. Comes in this game, looks amazing. What did you notice the first half from the O-line? I mean, did you like, um... Well, I want to give guys flowers soon, but on offense, but I want to yeah, talk yeah. about that. Well, I want to talk about a little. Sure. So you have to show a little bit. Yeah, because I mean, um, I, think, I think all of us were concerned about our offense in the first half of that game. I mean, I, I, oh, am I wrong here in the chat? I, mean, I want to hear you guys from you guys. I'll go over the whole game. So it's pretty crazy. So we had we had seven drives in the game of five plays or less. The other five drives, we averaged. 10 plays. Wow. Per drive. Um, so pretty crazy. We had drives of three for six yards, four for 10 yards, five for five for 66, three for negative three, three for negative two. We had two drives of negative output, negative three, negative two, uh, nine, uh, three plays for nine yards, three plays for eight yards. We had five, three and outs, man. That's crazy. And you come away winning in the end. Um, it was really scary. Uh, we had an 11 play drive, a 12 play drive, a nine play drive, a 13 play drive. So like we, at that, after we either had really long drives or just like shut the bed and just left. Um, I feel like we tightened up a lot. I feel like uh, we tightened up our, our issues and um, I feel like they, maybe they got a little tired. I, I don't know, but yeah, they, they definitely weren't getting them as much and we adjusted to it. He knew it looked like Mahomes had a better grasp on um, where to hit up pockets and where to hit up the, um, uh, uh, when to rush. We called some certain plays. The RPO that he, he kept was genius. That was amazing. Um, one of our best plays up until that point, actually. Yes. Um, but, you know, even in the first half, I think the five for 66 was the bomb that he threw to, to Hartman. Well, and that Pacheco fumbles the next play. Yeah. So, really, that drive, I mean, other than that other than that play, I mean, that, that, even that drive was going to be another three and out. So, we would have had, you know, uh, you know, four, uh, eight of seven of those, six of those. Um but yeah, I feel like our O line tightened up a lot more. Um, Donovan Smith didn't give up as many pressures in the second half, and um, yeah, it struggled, but we got out of it again, like like our season. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I, offensively, the one thing I'll say that really scared me, one thing I'll we'll probably look at in the offseason, CH is gone. We didn't pick up his fifth-year fifth option, so we're going to need to find a running back. McKinnon, I mean, I, I don't know how much longer he has in the league. I know he came back. And I'll tell you what, he's a warrior. Guy was barely going to play in this game, comes back from the groin surgery, plays in this game, had, what, two or three catches? Two catches for 15 yards. Two pretty critical catches. Yeah, the first one was, you know, we, we, we put it in the next play. But the other catch, he had, I mean, it was great. I mean, he got us the first down in a really uh, crucial situation. So kudos to uh, McKinnon for coming back to battle against his former team in his revenge game. Um, it's a lot of revenge games tonight. You had the, that. You had Chris Conley, who played his ass off against us on the other side, was getting really pissed off there. Uh, and then Richie yeah. James, revenge game. They really didn't do much, I mean, in the game, but, I mean, he had some valuable snaps. But um, the the running game, uh, yeah, we allowed three sacks. Today. The pressure, they were in Mahomes' face all game. We couldn't really do much on the, on the ground. 18 for 59. Yeah, tough yards from Pacheco. But, man, like, it was it was kind of – and I was very – I was surprised by that based on the way San Francisco's defense been, hasn't been playing. Uh, David Montgomery had, like, nearly 100, 100 yards against them. I think uh, Jameer Gibbs had, like, 60 yards against them. Aaron Jones had 100 yards against them. Comes to us, we're not really getting much – uh, on, on the ground again. I was very surprised by that, but I mean, hey, yeah, we, they, it mattered when, when we score when we needed to score, we did. So I'll take it. I think both teams um, going into it knew that they had to key in on the other team's run game, and it looked like it. Uh, the longest run out of McCaffrey or uh, Pacheco was 11 yards. So uh, out of both of them, they they didn't get loose. Uh, every yard they picked up were tough yards, tough three, tough two to five. And at one point, man, I mean, Pacheco was getting negatives more than I've ever seen. I just wanted to pick – he started doing it too, thankfully. He started picking up a steady like three to four, three and a half. It's a like, good, good. Just get positive yardage. Don't worry about making the big play. Just pick it up. Um, don't press. That's why him pressing when he got that fumble there because he's just trying to score that touchdown and be the touchdown score in the Super Bowl. I get it. I get, I mean, everyone wants to do that, but just take what it's giving you. Just take what it's giving you. Um I, I said this along. I go back to the shows I, six, seven weeks ago. We're going to be surprised at uh, the emphasis that we put in the offseason on getting another running back in here. Um, I don't know if we're going to be surprised at this point. CH is gone. is probably gone. I mean, at this point, yeah, yeah I think that's, I mean, that, that's but a lot of people think it's just Pacheco's show and that's it. Just get another guy in here. No. I, I think we're going to get a guy, maybe either draft higher than we think or sign a guy that we didn't think we'd bring in here because we can't if Pacheco's having a game and he hasn't done this a lot to his, to his credit but if Pacheco's having a game where he doesn't have it as much or if he's like kind of a confidence issue um he's still so young with a early fumble in a game you gotta be able to go to another guy and be like all right like see what you got for the next couple of drives not to go away from Pacheco but he can't we can't be Pacheco or bust we just can't be that well and plus his, his running style I think everyone knows that with the way he runs how physical he is how aggressive he is that's I mean, he gets banged up. He, he had midseason surgery. I mean, this year. So, like, yeah, we all love Pacheco. Yeah, you need to bring another running back to spell him because I mean, we're we're gonna need it based on. And, and I don't think uh, P Ryan's gonna be the guy. And I know some people are big with Michael P Ryan fans. We were generic Prince fans, still are generic Prince fans, but we need another guy to go with Pacheco. And then maybe Prince can fill the uh, the McKinnon void if if, if McKinnon's gone. Um, but we'll see how that goes. Um, so, okay, let's go to some of the the unsung heroes in this game. Oh boy, so. Let's begin with uh, McCall Hardman. Um, obviously, game-winning touchdown. I don't know if you call a game on it, but score the game-winner uh, in overtime. Um, which I, I don't know if anybody else, uh, I'm curious in the chat there. The clock's ticking. 
going to seven, five, seven, six, five. Like, wait, wait, what's going on here? Because Nance never explained what how the, du- the double overtime rules are. So Tej and I were like, oh, we'll probably get the ball back. We'll probably just start up the second overtime and we'll just have the ball right there. Like, I mean, they never explained that to me. I was very, I was very, uh, I had no idea what was going to go on there. But anyway, it didn't matter. We scored a touchdown right there with uh, with Hardman. But Hardman, game winning touchdown. Hardman comes up with a bomb to catch uh, the ball in the beginning of the game. The 52 yard, pretty much our only offense we had in the first half of that game was that bomb. But then we fumble on the next play. But Hardman steps up there. Hardman, guy who was left for dead in New York. They traded him for nothing, like peanuts and a bag of chips to us. He comes to us, has a pretty, man, not really, kind of a mediocre, um, uh, what, five, six games with us. Mm-hmm. Fumbles the ball in that Buffalo game. We don't really hear from him ever since uh, after that. I think he was, I don't, I don't think he even played in the Baltimore game. Um, and he comes out tonight and he's getting all these catches to get the bomb, getting the game winner. I mean, it was so symbolic to have McCall Harmon hit the game winner. Um, and also, and I'll let Tasia speak this a little bit because we, him and I were talking off air about it, but. Tyreek Hill made a comment a couple days ago at the the NFL honors about how, you know, seeing us go to two in a row and how, like, those are his guys. And he kind of, like, I don't know if he – he didn't say he regrets it, but you can tell there's a little bit of regret there. Uh, and, see, and seeing his guy, McCall Harmon, who they're friends, get to score the game-winning touchdown because, you know, he wanted out of New York. He didn't like his role there. We brought him in. A lot of Chief are pissed off about it. But he, he excelled in when we needed him the most. We didn't have Sky Moore. He didn't really play – um, Tony was a healthy scratch. That's probably done. But McCall Hartman steps up and scores the game winning touchdown. Um, just really poetic, man. The, the, to put in a scale of like normal like people and not like professional athletes, like I mean like normal people, I mean like normal jobs that make you know normal wages, not you know, billions and millions. Imagine like you leave your company for like a good payday. Like they give you, you know, not double, but you know, you're making 100k at your job. They give you like 120. You're like, all right, sorry guys, I I, I gotta go. Imagine that company selling to another company, and then everyone in the company gets these fat ass bonuses, and they just get paid like paid out, I'm done, out. That's kind of what it is. Like you're sitting there going, hmm, I wish I stayed there. That would have been nice uh, to retire early and just be bank. But um, that's kind of how it was. And, and again, is it? How much is it worth it? I'm never going to say, you know, a, a guy feel like you need to do for his family. Um, but at the same time, every time we win now, it's going to be that it, he has to think about where he should be, where he would be. Right. And, and, and to miss out on two rings, man, two rings. Guys don't make it to the Super Bowl twice in their life. He's missed out on two rings. I mean, yes, things could have been different. I don't see why Tyreek Hill would have hurt our chances in these last two Super Bowls, but you never know. Weird things happen. I just, I, yeah, I, I don't know, man. It's, it's it's insane, honestly. And um, well, you're also talking about like, like different players' legacies. You know, if he does, if he stays on the team, because right now his stats, he's trending towards Hall of Famer. He probably will be Hall of Famer. He's got a Super Bowl ring already. But you add two more to that. But who knows? I mean, who knows if we will get there if we don't ever get those picks that we acquired from the yeah. Hill trade. So. Yeah, we wouldn't be as balanced, I'll tell you that much. No. We would not be as balanced because this defense, man, they are keeping us in it tonight. And, yeah. and long, it, it, again, it was like our season. Our defense kept it in us long enough for our offense to be like, shit, wake up, wake up. Like, we're about to lose this. What I loved about this to end the season this way, I don't know if anyone else is a big Hard Knocks fan, but I'm 
I like watching Hard Knocks. I don't really care who the team is. I like watching. I, I like that our team's never in it since our, the uh, 04, 05 year or whatever it was. Me too. <laughs> yeah, but I like watching it. And that was the beginning of the year. It was the Jets Hard Knocks. McCall Hardman was on the Jets Hard Knocks. McCall Hardman was asked by like, the fortune teller they brought in before the, the year. He was the one they asked about Super Bowl. They said, what do you think the projected, projected score is? He thought about it, and the, and the guy was like, oh, well, you're going to play – uh, the, the 49ers and you got you, the Jets are going to win 31 21. Well, we won 20, the Chiefs won 25 22. McCall Harmon ended up being on the team and McCall Harmon scores the game winning uh, uh, touchdown. And I just think that's, I mean, I just like, I don't know, things were meant to be, I guess. I I, I don't know. I, I, I'm out for one with fortune tellers, but uh, yeah, I don't really mess with that juju. However, it's honestly like, what do you think of the McCall Harmon? Um, just kind of his redemption as being one of the unsung heroes. We're gonna get to the other guy in a second, but I, I want to talk about McCall Harmon right now. I'm so I'm so happy for him, and it's the one benefit to making a lot less in the NFL. You could just kind of be traded back to your old team. I mean, Hill, even if they wanted to, it wouldn't be as easy as like, yeah, you want Hill back, man? Like, you know, oh yeah, let me just clear thirty million out of our cap, and we can just take him on. No, like it's not that simple. But Harmon's contract was that you could just bring back for whatever six seventh conditional pick it's 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 great right um i'm just so happy for him that he got a chance to come back he saw the grass he went the grass is not greener even if it the, the logo is in new york but it's the grass isn't it's kind of hard and it feels like hay and it sucks to mow that lawn it's really big right it's a lot bigger we got more opportunity but did you like you weren't catching five day balls there. Catch your two balls. You caught three balls in the Super Bowl. You caught the long, I think the longest pass in the Super Bowl. And you caught the game winner. And you were almost with a bad team this year. No offense to the Jets. But that's that's yeah. it's awesome. Uh I, I just you, you can't write that stuff. Or maybe you can, and this is all scripted. What, what the NFL script writers, they include Harbin's storyline in this whole thing. Like I was like a really small subplot for it. They're like, you know what? This Harbin guy, let's give him something here. Um, that fortune teller, that fortune teller hard knocks do something. Longest Super Bowl of all time. Uh, naturally. Uh, and then seventh longest game I've read of all time. So we, oh, had, wow. we, had, we had a few longest of all time, longest field, longest, two longest field goals of all time, which is pretty crazy. Actually, I never, I couldn't believe something more than a 55 wasn't kicked before today. That's, that's crazy. Um, and then longest Super Bowl. So, Hey man, we won in the NFL one because this is a treat for to watch. Um, it kept everyone down to the last, literally, let's the last three seconds. Uh, I, it was like a cliffhanger of a show, though. We were all sitting there wondering what the hell happens at zero, zero, zero. <laughs> yeah, Nance did a horrible job explaining that. I mean, he didn't actually yeah. go over it. Yeah. Um, I, I do want to uh, bring up. Uh, obviously, if you guys see the bottom of our for the, our visual or video viewers, obviously you see the, the picture of Mahomes uh, hugging Patrick uh, McCall Harmon after the game winning touchdown. I, I just think that photo. I may have to go get that framed and put it next to my, you know, uh, Jet Chip, uh, Ch- uh, Jet Chip Wasp uh, photo that I have in my, in my hanging in my room. That's got that's got to be out there. I mean, that's just so special. Like, yeah, it's a it's a it's a uh, two guys hugging each other. I mean, you know, 20, 30 years of time, my kid may ask who the hell is McCole Hardman? Who's Hardman? I don't know who that is. He's not, you know, not not a household name by any means. He won't be in the Hall of Fame, but like. No, that guy was pitched right in the middle of the season to us, back to the team that drafted him, to score that game-winning touchdown. And a year of that was probably one of our worst uh, years ever. Um, yeah. Uh, Crazy. And- one of our worst years ever. We're going to be – let me say this too. We're going to be so much better next year 
as far as on paper. I can't say what the end results are going to be because you never know. Obviously, by this year, everyone thought we were going to be out, and we weren't. Obviously, we won. We're in. But on paper, we're going to have even less holes next year. And we keep saying this every year. This was the year to beat us. This is the year to beat us. It's like this definitely was. I mean, yes, it was probably yeah. the most vulnerable we've been in on some time. Yeah, more so than the year before because when the year before was happening, everyone was really waiting for our defense to really crumble, right? Because it's really young. They got a lot of undrafted guys. I don't think they're going to do it. Oh my God, this defense is legit. And then this year it was like, this defense is legit. And then it was our offense, which had a lot of holes. It was like, Ooh, okay. So the defense caught to the offense and the offense has problems. Well, uh, if my homeboy takes that restructure and distributes that money around and we get another receiver in here, and we don't have to rely on like miracle games from some of these guys on a, re- a regular basis. Then, oh boy, yeah. Um, going to the other person, the unsung hero, <laughs> a guy who I've made comments about uh, how his nickname is gone from MVS. That's what everyone calls him. A lot of the big Chiefs Kingdom contingency was calling him MVS in the middle of the season after some of his drops that he had, and then I. Coined the phrase and call him MVS with the way he stepped up in the playoffs so far. And today he stepped up. Uh, there was maybe a play here that he had a little mishap at the end of the game where he caught the ball that went back five yards. And wait, what the hell happened? And then he caught the next one because yeah. got maybe eight yards back uh, and then some. And then obviously, you know, he had the touchdown at the beginning of the game, wide open touchdown. But MVS, man, a guy who has taken probably the most criticism of any player on the team. Obviously, contractually, he's been made fun of how much he makes in our team, his lack of production that he's made in the year. But as JD said, there's more to MVS than just, you know, being a receiver. He can block. He's one of the best blocking receivers we had. And based on the way our offense was second half of the season, very important. And he can take the top off defenses too, so defenses kind of have to be mindful of him. He came out, man. He he gave us a zero burger last year's Super Bowl, so I was very scared to even bet on MVS tonight. But – MVS came out that if you look at his numbers, not the sexiest three for 20, a touchdown, but Mahomes only threw t- two touchdowns, guys. Mahomes threw a touchdown to McCall Hardman and he threw one to MVS. And those two guys, as much as people want to hate on both those guys, and, and, and they, they've gotten a lot of hate, they came in, they stepped in, and they came up big when we needed them the most. And yeah, you look at our receiver room, not the sexiest. No, it's, it's probably if you look at just looking at all production as well. Look at that; it's, 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 a, it's a bottom ten receiver room in the league. But guess what? Didn't matter because those guys came up and stepped up when they needed to. McColl catches the fifty-two yard bomb in the beginning of that game. MVS is catching uh, passes that he would have dropped four weeks ago. I mean, that, that's that's what it comes down to. These guys and started five catching and six and seven and eight yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, MVS, unsung hero, McCall Hartman, unsung hero. Taze, your thoughts on MVS and his play tonight, man? Uh, great. That one play where he went back, which was awful. He would have like three for 25 if he would have just sat down. He pulled like a D-Rob going the opposite way when he catches a ball. Um, so uh, good bounce back. He did what he needed to do. Um, I still know if he's worth that contract, but i thankful that he did what he did. Um, he's had a good run. He's caught some extremely important balls. His most important ball of the uh, season was the Ravens bomb. Um, and he got caught that. And then Justin Watson, three for 54. Uh, he dropped the one that he kind of sat on and kind of, it was a tough catch. I'll give him, you know, I'm not going to say it was a total botch job. It wasn't a Tony job or anything, but it was, it was a drop. But, he, you know, he, three for 54. Our guys showed up, man. Uh, Pacheco 
Didn't do as well on the, on the ground, but six for 33 catching balls. Um, Noah Gray looked good. Look at a mini, little mini Kelsey yet again out there. Um, and then obviously Kelsey. Um, I was happy for MBS to, to still score a touchdown. That was a beautiful ball by Mahomes. I think more of a beautiful ball than Mahomes. But like I said during the game when we were watching it, yeah, but I mean, he's dropped that ball this year. So I, I'm happy he caught that. We can't – on our for our season, I'm not taking any friggin' receiver route and catch for granted. Yeah, I'm happy about every single catch they give me. And if you just catch the ball, uh, we'll probably win the Super Bowl. And that is like, that's what they need to tell people in training camp. Like, just show the parade and show the confetti coming down and be like, when you catch the ball and our defense plays well, this happens. That's that's what you need to do. They said we simplified our offense after the Raiders game. They went back to the basics. And, yeah, I mean, basics, when it comes to football, it's catching the football. Making your blocks, making sure you get your assignment. Uh-oh. And I didn't know. I thought this guy was at a Super Bowl party. I didn't know he was going to come on tonight. And you know what? He's here, everybody. He's here. Oh, my gosh. It's like a, like a wrestling entrance right I here. I know. I feel like looking around into the crowd, everyone's, like, cheering. <laughs> and uh, here is our guy, Jason Dunn. JD, how are you doing, brother? <laughs> I wish we had, like, the broken glass music and then, like, you know, like the stone cold and you come out. Like, oh, my God, what the hell? <laughs> it was it was like that all night. All night, man. I'm, I'm, I'm really just kind of getting my voice back. Uh, had probably about 75, 80 people over here. Easy. Whoa. Watching this game. I mean, my, my like, pouring out of the house. Pouring out of the house. And with that amazing ending, just the win, the suspense, and everything that was added on to it. Uh, I, I, you couldn't ask for a better Super Bowl than that. I mean, that's got to be one of the greatest Super Bowls ever. Seriously, as far as just the uh, the competition, the stakes that was at hand, dude. Uh, it's, I mean, everything that you thought it would be and more. Um, and so, you know, the very first of it. So I was hosting. I ain't gonna lie. So hosting, everybody running around and stuff, man. I I glanced at the first quarter. I didn't even get to see all of the first quarter, right? Yeah, you didn't miss much, JD. Oh, really? Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was nothing or nothing. And I was just like, man, what's going on? So I'm trying to ask everybody, like, oh, what's, hey, like, can everybody give me updates? You know, I was just up and down the steps outside and just everywhere, everywhere. With people coming in and just celebrating the Chiefs, man. It, we, we, I'm talking about we got a fan base, a Chiefs family here in the state of Kentucky, right? And Obviously, I had you know family members and other friends and different people that came in, brought friends with them that were fans of other teams. Uh, and some were Ravens, some were Bengals, some were uh Dallas fans, and you know, everybody had complaints. Everybody had complaints. And one of my boys, I'm gonna shout out to him. Uh, you know, he was on me hard when when they see the Chiefs weren't doing that. We down 10 up, you know, 10 0. Are you down 10? What are you gonna do? He said you had to go and regroup. So that's what I did. Half time, I watched most of Usher, and I left. And I went. I took me a shower. And I did just like Coach. He's a coach. He's a college coach. He had to group, regroup. Put me on the new fit, new gear, and I'm just like Coach. You told me regroup. We we here to regroup. That's what we're gonna do. And it, from that on, that second half, 
same thing. I didn't have my cup with me. I'm just telling my thought process all throughout. Like, man, I ain't sit down and watch the guys. I have my cup with me. Yo, everything is just going, it's just going crazy right now. But these guys pulled it off. When, when I'm telling you, the heroics of Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, everybody, everybody played a part in this. Everybody handed this victory. And the thing was, these guys just proved everybody wrong. They proved everybody wrong. I mean, it was week after week. It was day after day. It didn't matter who it was that was talking. Right? Uh, I don't even know how long. How long y'all been on here? I don't even know, man. We, we the, the party, we kind of just dwindling down right here. I said, man, I got to start over here. To, I got to go over here and try to do the show, man. We, we, we've been on for about a half hour. Oh, shit. Are you kidding? Oh, yeah. my gosh. I lost time. I lost time. I don't even know. You're good. Yeah, we, we got we got our post game. We got our post game. We cried. We got a post game. Great show tomorrow. We we did cry, JD. I, I did bust out a few tears. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. It's Man. funny. It's funny you bring that up though, JD, because I, I and I love to hear from everyone in the chat. Did you do anything differently in the second half to jumpstart the offense and do some you know superstition? Marcus changed his jersey and okay. he switched his seat. Right. Um, uh, I. Uh, I put so our, our dog. We had a lot of food and people around, so we put our dog upstairs. I brought his ass down for the second half. Okay. He, he, he sat near me and my wife for the second half and, and stayed close. I attribute a lot of the second half to him, to be honest with you. So okay. I'd love to hear from anyone else out there who, uh, you know, who thinks that they, they they may have changed our Chiefs helped change our Chiefs' fortune right during right. the game. Okay, yeah. The trajectory. Mine was, I told you, I went in, I took me a shower, I put me on a new fit, new gear, and I was just like, man, like I said, I didn't have my Chiefs. My, I was using party cups. I'm just like, man, where's my Chiefs cup? Well, I, you know, I had to go find it, running around. I finally got it. I'm like, okay, now I'm, I'm set. Now I am set. I'm, I'm here, right? And didn't panic. You know, I had a couple of my boys I played ball with, you know, ride me hard, man. What are they going to do? Where they at? I'm like, hey, look, this is okay. This is easy for us. But we've, been we've been here before. But champions, you know, we don't get shook over these things, right? Just go down methodically, just taking the people apart. And that's what it is. You just got to outline, outline the other team. 60 minutes and then some. 60 minutes, then some. Look, basically, <laughs> oh, I'm telling you, man, we – it was a madhouse over here. It was a madhouse over here. So that was my that was my thing. I helped, you know, in, in our in our good fortune right there, Tasia. Okay, getting my cup, uh, put my new my, my new fit on. And we was ready to rock. We was ready to roll, man. It makes we a difference. Locked in. It made a difference. Made a difference. See that? I'm really. <laughs> We're seeing some really good ones from the chats. So our guy, Paul yeah, this was great. I left yeah. my in-laws and came home during halftime, which is, you know, I, I, you know, sometimes people want to get away from the in-laws anyway, could bring bad juju. So there you go. Um, that's a good one. Uh, Wendy, I found religion. It's a good, yeah, it's a good mm -hmm. one there too. Uh, <laughs> Susie, we jumped around all over the house. I chewed my nails off. Oh boy. Yeah. 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 And then HVHY, I had to put my, on the, my priest jersey. There you go. Uh, they brought good luck they, found, they found religion too. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> ah, priest, I like that. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> and a ten old priest. And we want yeah, back. Take a little, go to the confessional with the priest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so, JD, we talked about, obviously, we'll get into more of the breakdown tomorrow night on our uh, uh, great show. But this game, 
felt like this was kind of what we talked about earlier, but like this game felt like this kind of embodied our season as a whole, the up and down nature of it. Offensing offensive looked like abysmal first half. It wasn't until the last drive of the first half. We actually looked decent again. We got points on the board. Finally, mm-hmm. second half kind of, you know, up and down, up and down. And then it wasn't the fourth, fourth quarter is when we really like put, put it on them or third, third quarter is when we really put it on them. The offense kind of like broke out of it. And it just seemed like it, it just—it was really poetic. And the most poetic part of it, and we talked about this, is the unsung hero aspect. And I want you to talk about it. The guy you never gave up on. Two guys actually never gave up on. MVS? Yeah. Yes. McCall Hardman. MVS scores a touchdown. We only have two uh, passing touchdowns. It's to MVS to McCall Hardman. Hardman gets the game winner, of course. And that picture there, which is a beautiful picture of uh, him and Pat meeting in the end zone. And then MVS catching the touchdown and also having multiple catches on that final drive to get us to – the end zone there. Yeah. You never gave up on MVS. You actually said you wanted more McCole Hardman snaps. Two of the guys that you've been all over, not 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 all over in a bad way, but all over is kind of praising them and saying, let's get them in the rock. Let's, you know, let's, let's stay on these guys. Never not give up on these guys. You're yeah. one of the few voices in the Chiefs kingdom uh, who actually said, let's, you know, don't give up on MVS. Don't give up on these guys. I believe in them. Right. You never, you, you, you never went away from those guys. And they stepped up when we needed them the most. JD, talk about the unsung hero aspect of tonight. You know, it, all of that has to do with that, like really being in the locker room and understand perseverance, and you understand what the pressure guys go through week in and week out. We, we, uh, you know, in seeing this, uh, for a guy that's getting paid as much money he's getting, there's a reason he's getting paid that type of money. Okay, and I don't think it, it, it for us to abandon him early on in the season because he was having such a bad year, dropping, not understanding, maybe where Pat needed to be. I had to give him that growth area, that, that period of understanding where guys in the vision were where they needed to be. To me, it didn't make any sense to take somebody as, as talented as MBS. Okay. And he had criticism early, rightfully so. But we also know that he has came up big for us in the past in the playoffs. Chiefs sought for him in uh offseason uh, a couple of years ago to get him here. And they seen see something in him. So he has ability. I, I knew that. But more so than anything else, I, you know, as a player in the locker room, you just know guys' hearts. You know nobody wants – I know he didn't want to drop balls. I know he didn't want to run the wrong route. I know these things bothered him, okay? Then maybe he, he went up there and he didn't have one of the greatest of, of press conferences and he kind of brushed it off. He rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. I understand that. But to me, when you're relying on yourselves and each other in the locker room and you see a guy work every single day, and I'm sure he was putting in the work that he needed to do, maybe not early on, but later on, it started changing, right? You started hearing, hey, we're coming in early. There's things we're doing differently. Things, you know, uh, Nagy had to do was like, you know, condense the, 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 you know, the, the offensive playbook, you know, to keep what these guys can do right. And so – those things were important. That's why I didn't. I really didn't want to give up on MBS. I, I just couldn't throw him to the wolves and just bypass him. Okay, I, I can't just move on from this guy. You know, he can do something. I always said he can do something. He can block. He can do something. And we're gonna make sure he does something. Same thing with McCole. McCole was a guy that I thought was very important to come here uh, when he wasn't looking so good up there with the Jets. Jets was wasting his talent. I thought bringing him down here was something that they needed. Who was very familiar with him. New Pat. Do the offense. You could just plug him in and he's ready to go, right? Same terminology, known that ever since he, he's been here with the Chiefs. And he struggled. He got hurt, all those different things, right? 
not necessarily his fault. People get hurt all the time. It just happens in the, in the course of the game. But I wanted to see more from him, you know, throughout. And it would took Pat, and it took Andy, those guys, to sit there saying, we are not going to abandon you guys at all. And that was very important. That was important for those guys to know. Because when you do have somebody like a quarterback or maybe Travis Kelsey, like MBS was saying, Travis Kelsey was the bad guy, right, coming in, or Reed, hey, that breaks guys' confidence. You ain't going to get none of that guy. How are you going to motivate a guy that you're just down on, right? If he's getting it from out here, all the noise from outside, he starts getting it from the inside. Let's just say your family. You start getting it from the inside, that's when guys become – there's almost no coming back, right? There's just no coming back. So that, that's the reason I, I, I never really wanted to ban it up on those guys. Uh, just like I said, man, from kind of being a player. But, oh, man, I'm just excited right now. I know I'm talking a lot. I, I just – my mind blown. Man, I, I, oh, my gosh, my mind is absolutely blown. I mean – you talking about we sitting over here watching this, but go ahead, Tage. I want to give flowers. We haven't done this in the entire show yet. Butker. Um, I want to, uh, at one point, for two and a half, three quarters, he was our MVP. Um, oh, yeah. And I want to give him all the credit for that. Uh, incredible, incredible game. Special teams in general, the block uh, extra point which was monumental in the end. Huge. So those, the Budker, special teams really, special teams and defense, two out of the three uh, facets of, of, of the game kept us in this long enough for our offense to pull their head out of their asses and perform like champions finally. And we said this going into the game. Um, we've been here before. We've been here before in a game with everything on the line, not playing well. And we've been in... Super Bowls where we've come out of it and became victorious after playing like shit. And we've been in games and Super Bowls where we were playing bad and lost. And it kept getting worse. Tampa game just kept getting worse. That never ended. It just it was just spiraling until it was over. Um, and then we had other games where we did pull out of it, double-digit victory. So uh that's where I we're going back to our storyline episode. That's why for me it was so important that experience does not get talked about enough. Um, I'm just, I'm so happy they've been here and, 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 and it's business, man. It's business as usual for them. And next year it'll even be like less of a deal when we're doing this and we're down by 17 points. Maybe um, I just saw the best video. I don't know if you guys saw it of Andy Reed jumping on Chris Jones while he's on the ground celebrating and like, which like tackles him. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. But um yeah, man, uh, the excitement's warranted. Um, you know, I'm, yeah. Well, well, two things I want to just, uh, before we end, uh, almost about an hour now, um, I also want to get J.D. to, uh, uh, you're, you're, who's the one guy before we get to this other thing? J.D., who, we talked about our defensive uh, standouts. Um, is there one or a few guys you want to uh, bring a spotlight to that uh, play their asses off uh, in today's game? Because you can point to quite a few guys in the defensive end who played their butts off and uh, kept us in this game. Oh man, that's a good question. I uh, I tell you, a lot of unsung heroes uh, on that D line actually did a good job filtering in, taking over for Nandi and uh, Charles Menahu. And I seen uh, Pinnell, Warrington, those guys start to make plays when they showed up. And it was so big in the run game, they were stuffing guys. 
They were taken on to. I seen Pinnell through uh, Trent Williams in the backfield. That's man, that was a monster play. Yeah, I seen that. Once a guy does that, you can't hide anymore. You know that's what you can do, right? If I'm a coach, I'm like, look, I've seen you do this. You cannot hide. I need that from you each and every time at this point. I need it from you. Those guys, to me, just needed to be solid, and they were. And, and those guys, look, we don't talk about those guys a lot on this show. We don't. We talk about all the names, you know, Sneed and McDuffie and Reed, you know, Con, rightfully so, right? You know, and, and shoot, George Kalafkis, Bolton, all those guys. Tremendous job. Those guys right there that just that show up, Dannon, I mean, same thing. Those guys come in working hard, okay? Allegretti is another guy, right? We're talking about some guys that just that needs that nod. They need to be acknowledged, especially in a win like this, because they're not going to get the pub. Yeah. not doing McKinnon coming to Jet coming in and giving just what he gave, you know, just a little bit. Like I said, it, it was a it was one tremendous team win. It was a team win here. And so I know we'll get into it a little bit more tomorrow, man. But uh, like I said, I, I don't think I could just think one. Uh, I was just getting so many people just talking about it, talking about Spags, yeah. him calling the game like he did. Dude. Man. Yeah. I know y'all talked about that, man. But Spags was when um, picking and choosing his times to do the blitz. Yep. Bring and calling it masterful, absolutely masterful. And so we knew we knew what they had on offense. You had offense, man. They, they did a they did a great job. Our defense absolutely showed they tell out, mm-hmm. man. So they show what they've been doing all year to the, to the whole world that because there there's still this. Like I, we we were watching with our brother who's a Raiders fan, and he watches football. I think he primarily watches Raiders games. Doesn't really watch anything else. But like we were talking, and he was like, "Oh, now have a better defense than you guys." Like, no, you, no, they don't. Like, I was like, pretty much collectively across the board, we are the number two defense in the league. I mean, you can make the argument we're number one, but Ravens by a lot of the me- most of the metrics were one. We were two. And I don't even know where the Niners were, but they weren't they weren't top five in a lot of the metrics. But like, we showed the world tonight that. We had the number one defense in the league, and you can make the argument we're number one or two. But tonight, we showed the world this isn't the Patrick Mahomes uh, defense that's allowing teams to score 50 points on Monday night uh, against the Rams. This is not that defense. What we saw, what we've seen all season, but we showed the world tonight what we were all about. We were a defensive team this year, and that is what won us the Super Bowl. And that we got to show that on the biggest stage of them all. Made one of my boys a believer. Before the game, he wasn't really a believe. I said, man, you haven't been watching the Chiefs, man. He was like, man, they got some sticky corners. He said, man, they might be the best corners in the league. I said, I'm telling you, man, best corners secondary in the league by far. Not even, not even close. Yeah. Seriously. Sneed said their entire game plan was to have Brock throw the ball as much as possible. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that too. Um, let me ask you a question before we head out, at JD, just real fast. Mm-hmm. So. Marcus and I were talking about this earlier, and, and now that it's, the game's over, it's a, it's a decent topic just heading into the offseason. If you're a Chiefs fan looking for encouragement on Chris Jones coming back, um, as a as a former player, what would you think would push him more into coming back? Continuing a win streak after winning this? Keeping it going? 
or if we lost having unfinished business and wanting to get back on the on the on the, on the winning track and winning a Super Bowl on your way out the door here. You said would have been the biz- biggest incentive. Yeah, what would be like the what would be a bigger push to come back? Winning this game as we did, and like saying, "All right, let's keep this going. We can't stop." Or losing and being like, "Well, I'm not, I'm not going out like that," you know. Oh man, that's a good question. That's a very good question. I, I would say, it this would, just, and this is personally for you. You don't have to speak for yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah. I, I would say, um, it may be the three wins and coming back to win more. Like to me, there there's no other better there's no better place to be in the NFL right now than with the cheese. There's just not. I know it. There isn't. You 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 would you would rather just take going somewhere else and having an uphill battle, if you will. Nobody have to face the Chiefs each and every year, whoever else, and not have the type of legacy, okay, and the type of wins, the type of team, the type of family, the type of like this the. the the city, I mean, the, the, the city's going to be rocking. I mean, just everything. I mean, the whole ambiance of it all. Family. Yeah. Why would you want to go anywhere else? I know. Why would you go anywhere else? The question is, are Beach and them are bought in also too for Chris? That's the question because I think it's very important. Chris Jones is vital to our, our, our wins. Everything that we what we accomplish, Chris Jones is a huge part of that. Huge and, part of it. And we are not getting and we're not having what we have without Chris Jones. Period point blank. 100%. Seriously. Yeah. I, I told I told somebody else. I, I stood up in front of everybody. I was just like, when Chris made that one uh pressure on Purdy toward the end of the game. I uh, said, the, man, the one, the one where he overshot Jennings. Yeah. I said, that's what 30 million gets you right there. That pressure. Okay. One of my boys that was in here, he played with the Cardinals. I told him, I said, you remember Eric Swan? He was like, oh, yeah. I said, he reminds me of Swanee. You know, a good, a dominant guy. Yeah. That guys you just couldn't block one-on-one. And you know who's going to make a play? He was always going to be a guy that's going to be here, you know, disrupting anything you want to do. And he could do it anytime he wanted to. That's the crazy part. Chris Gull must do it anytime he wanted. You know? And teams know it. And I can say it again. I saw a joker get held. All game, what I saw, but I, I think it's an incentive, man. Tasia, I think it's that's it, man. Why, why go anywhere else? Why? That's a great. I never. I was trying to. I've been trying to pinpoint the the best uh, player comp for Chris Jones for a long time. Swan is a great one. The other one, I, the best one I came up with, Chris Dolman. Um, Ooh, that's a great one. Uh, great. Just like there aren't many of those type of guys that are just massive. Mm-hmm. And big and skilled yes. and fast enough mm-hmm. and, and just powerful and crafty. There aren't enough to just get back there, man, and they make it easy on the guys around them. And um, he's aged wonderfully. I think he'll continue to age wonderfully. Guys like that will play into their – and he's been durable too, right? Ooh, um, yes. So, you know, Justin Watt played uh, – uh, uh, Watt yeah, played – yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Playing to his what mid thirties, and he had injury problems playing to his mid thirties. Right. So like, right. look at a guy like Jones, who's not injury prone at all. It's pretty sturdy. 
I think he's going to age wonderfully, man. He'll, he'll, he'll keep doing this for another four to six, four to five years, I'd say. And he's, he's been taking care of his body. You, you could tell he's been taking care of his body. Yeah. He's lean, you know, strong. He still has a passion to play. I just, to me, I can't think of knocking on any other door here in the NFL and thinking that's where I want to be. I'd rather be than in Kansas City. Yeah. I just can't. Seriously. I'm sorry. I don't care who you who who you name. Dallas, no way. San Fran, not a, not a chance. You know, where are you going? Pittsburgh? Uh-uh. I mean, who, who else can you think of? Because you're literally choosing to not have this feeling anymore by going somewhere else. Right. You're, you're, you're opting for it, right? Because yeah. two years in a row. It's like row. you're telling yourself, you're literally telling yourself, I'm giving up a Super Bowl wherever else I'm going. I'd have been to the Super Bowl four out of the five years. I'd rather not do that anymore. <laughs> Right, I mean, I, I just want to go on this this island, this whatever retreat, and in my career there, right, this run over and hurt. Never, never. They got to work this out, man. They got to work yeah, it well, out. It's like it's like Andy told Tranquil. Think of the rings. Remember, just just think of the rings. And there was a shot of Tranquil, short video of him just staring out into the crowd, just like you could just see in his face, man. It was just a feeling of his career. It's validation for his decision because you know he could he could have chased money on some three four year contract to give him more security over 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 the you know the three to five year period. Um, playing for what? Being miserable half the year, uh, you know, not playing so deep into the end of the season for a Super Bowl, something that you know you're going to remember the rest of your life. Dude, I, I don't think people realize how hard it is to get to this point. I, I know people don't realize how hard it is. And I'm talking about just the daily struggle to get out of bed. I've been on teams where we weren't very good and nobody wanted to go to work. Because what are you what are you going for? Now it is just money. Yeah, you know, you're not playing for you know postseason at all. You know, once it's over, it's over. Yeah. And you're going home. So having this great, this good hurt, this great hurt that you're gonna have, right? Man, that's gonna last forever. That's gonna last forever. Super Bowl champions? Come on, man. And we're talking about did a, a dynasty now. You're you now we have been thrusted into the echelon of dynasty officially. Yeah. I don't want to, I didn't want to give us a dynasty until we accomplished this. All right. And I said that. <laughs> we have absolutely prepared ourselves into a dynasty. Now we're in that conversation. I don't care who who you who you say, whatever team you say, Kansas City Chiefs are solidified in history of having a dynasty, the most dominant run in these past few years ever. Yeah, you, you can't deny the dynasty thing anymore. People no. are saying two, two's not enough. Okay, three, but yeah. we're also the team that's in the AFC Championship game every year now. So, like, yeah, it's it's, it's done. Our floor. our floor is AFC Championship. Yeah, it's done. Right. Our floor is AFC Championship, and our average is, our average is going to the Super Bowl, and our, and our best-case scenario is winning it. But that's that's almost becoming our average soon enough. Um, so it's such an advantage to have over every single team bidding for a guy's services. Be like, you know, it, it, it's what am I getting an offer? And then what are the Chiefs offering? Because my offer is, as a Chief, I'm giving you $4 million in a ring. What are they giving you? They're giving you seven. Well, how much is that ring worth? You, you tell me, uh, you know? So it's like. You, you, you know, like you said, think about the rings. Yep. Mm -hmm. with, with, when somebody comes on the show and in, introduce you, 
he's a Super Bowl champion. If I was Super Bowl champ, this is Super Bowl champ Jason Dunn. Yeah. Super Bowl champ such and such. Yeah. Other than that, is NFL player, right? Okay, guys playing the NFL, we understand that. But everybody's, they are chasing. Yeah. To win the Super Bowl. I'm just, I'm just telling you from, I, I talked to a guy uh, real quick. Uh, I know we, we got to get out of here. I talked to a guy from news station the other day. We, I did a segment with someone. Somebody else says, you know, JD, did you play in any Super Bowl? I'm like, no, I never played in the Super Bowl. Said I made it playoffs a few times. That's about it. I said, I mean, you know, we worked hard like everybody else, but getting there, it's a rarity. And to see a team that do that does year after year, that's sensational. That's sensational. So I know we're talking later on offseason, but can you imagine now the re-up with Kansas City? Like getting some younger guys, young receivers, some some other guys in here that's going to be able to help out. Now they they got it like I, real quick. I know I keep saying it, but that like Dion said, this is your best chance to get us. Y'all got us on a down year. This is your best chance. Y'all your best opportunity to try to get us was now, right? When we were yep. struggling, eleven is this is where y'all y'all had a chance. We'll be better next year. You're gonna be better next year, a lot better. So you had your shot, and we took it. We took his championship. Woo, baby. Oh, it's my crazy. God. It's, it's, it's an unreal feeling. Um, just uh, I do want to say this. So we talked about the headlines, the storylines, as we get out of here. Um, so one of the headlines going into the game was, could this be the last, last uh, Eddie Reese swan song, Travis Kelsey's swan song? Well, after the game, uh, Chiefs owner Clark Hunt uh, told James Palmer that he fully expects Andy Reid to return next season. There's also a report before the game today that they're working on an extension. So oh. there, go- there goes that one from Mike Florio. So, Mike, take it easy, buddy. Better and luck then, next time. Yeah, better luck next time with your BS. And then uh, Travis Kelsey, with his um, uh, the tr- during the trophy ceremony, he said that he wants the three P, and then he also doubled down and told uh, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler, quote, I want that three-peat, so he'll be back next year. So for all those people who thought the Chiefs dynasty would be done after this one because Andy would be gone, Travis Kelsey would be gone, um, and Chris Jones could be gone. I mean, well, we'll still, we'll still wait the Chris Jones stuff, but we saw a report that came out yesterday that the Chiefs are already starting to work with Snead and Chris Jones as people. They're going to try to do whatever they can to keep both of them. And at the same time, about like two hours later, the report came out that Mahomes is going to restructure because he wants to keep as many people as possible because he knows that's pretty much the only way to to get the seven rings is you have to be play team friendly ball the Brady way and it seems like he knows he's got the the, uh, the defense on the other end who keeps him in games when he offense is not performing and he he know he knows what the value is on the other side of the ball so yeah that joker making so much money off field now you know, <laughs> yeah yeah go on give him go on give him a little money they, they can they can deal with that. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just get Kelsey to give, uh, you know, let, let um, you know, Chris Jones take over his uh, Pfizer gig. He'd be all right. Hell yeah, twenty, 20 mil right there. <laughs> how how much are you down? You how much you want? You want fifteen more million? I got you, dude. Let me make a couple <laughs> phone calls. Take care of you. Fix you right up. Right, right, right. <laughs> but yeah, guys, uh, it was a great show. I'm glad JD st- stopped in, and, and I, I knew he had a, a big party and stuff. Um, and, but it was crazy. He, he hopped on uh, to really relish and celebrate this um, this back to back feeling. Which, like I, I, JD, I know we, we talk about wheelbarrow and stuff. And I said after the Christmas game, I was scared. I didn't think I didn't think things were, I didn't think we could get to this point. But 
we are here and uh yeah it's it's an amazing feeling um tomorrow night jd and i'll be back on our uh channel uh 7 p.m live stream jd's gonna break down the game uh position by position uh and obviously discuss more about what we saw um tonight and uh and then yeah and then I believe Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday we'll be on Bleacher Report. All three of us will be on Bleacher Report for a uh, a look ahead to the offseason. But we'll still be celebrating because JD's, JD's going to be going to the parade on Wednesday. So we'll we'll be set, we'll be looking ahead to the offseason. But we're going to be uh, we're still be wearing our uh, Super Bowl gear because uh, that's what we do in uh, Chiefs Kingdom. We'll Let's get back to business, that. baby. Exactly. Yeah, I got to show you. Like, this, we we took we walked down the street with our. Oh my gosh, it's great. Look yeah. at you lead the charge. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Was, yo, man, when I'm telling you, oh, my gosh, we were just beside ourselves. Yeah, we, we, had- we, we watched the game with a bunch of Raider fans. How about that? And they were, they were wearing Niners stuff. But our brother, uh, who's a Raiders fan, wore his Ronnie Lott Raiders jersey because he said he's he's not going to put on a Niners jersey. So he said the closest thing he could do is wear a Ronnie Lott Raiders jersey. And so, yeah, they were celebrating like they were Niners fans tonight. Uh, oh, yeah, man, shame, on him. shame on him. I know. I know. It's funny you waving the flag right there. I don't know if you guys saw MVS after the game uh, with the center of the field and uh, planted the flag, which is great because that's the Raiders. That's the Raiders field, so they're definitely going to keep note of that stuff. And I just I love that. Well, it's our field because we have more wins than the Raiders do at that, that field. So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, guys. So, so tomorrow night, seven PM. We'll see you guys right on here. Love everybody. It's been an amazing season. We're going to continue this Incredible. all year long, baby. Hell yeah. Got it. Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I know. Hell yeah. Woo. <laughs> I, I woke my little niece up like three times during that game from yelling too loud. <laughs> she was sleeping upstairs. And I was just like, dude, I, I roared like a lion. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, we hope right. everybody enjoyed the episode. We'll see you guys tomorrow, 7 p.m. Love you, fellas. Let's keep it going, baby. Love you guys. Oh, real quick. Did y'all hit y'all bets? How was y'all bets? He hit his. He he hit his. I I, I didn't hit mine. I hit a lot of them, JD. Did you? Papa did well. My man. We got got a brand new bag. He's going to buy a couple brand new bags. Yeah, there we go. Love it. We win it everywhere. We win it everywhere. I hit a 10 team. I hit 10 leg. Huh? Really? Yeah. Damn. Damn. I know. Happy. Double happy. It makes sense, Zach. You you were screaming a little bit louder and with more vigor than you usually would. So uh, it, it, super, it, super no, no, no. There was way more to your yelling tonight. I, I know so I was like, wait, it's kind of like it's going really hard with this. Nah, nah, nah. You know why? You know why that's wrong? Because I, you guys know my kind of betting, and I had insurance on that. So even if Niners won by three, I would have won like 90% of my bets anyway, by the way. So uh, uh, I took some insurance policies out. So we'll, we'll talk more. We'll talk more offline on this. Yeah, one, yeah, yeah. I got two <laughs> ladder during the Super Bowl. It's, it's completely acceptable. Okay. I know. I'm not dogging. I'm just saying I noticed. I noticed a little bit more oomph in your, in your, in your roar. Yeah, thing. oomph. Yeah. Oh, you got, yeah, because it was the longest Super Bowl of all time. I didn't want to come up with an L. That's why. <laughs> all right, yeah, guys. So we'll see you guys tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Love you guys. You guys have a good rest of your night. All right, guys. Love you all. See you, fellas. Later on. Hi, everybody. Thanks for watching. Subscribe here to get the latest from the show. Also, be sure to check out the best clips from Chief Concerns. And if you prefer to listen to the show, 
Subscribe and follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.